Welcome back to the Unraveled podcast. My name is Nina. And my name is Alina. So I was having a conversation with my sister the other day, and we were kind of talking about parenting. Um, I know neither one of us are parents, Mm -hmm. but I found the conversation interesting because she was saying, as someone who is a parent and is, is around a lot of parents, she was talking about how most of, I guess, her generation, maybe it's just her generation, I don't know. Um, but basically, mostly how parents these days are doing the same thing that their parents did, mm-hmm. knowing that it didn't work for them or that they didn't like how their parents parented, parented, which I thought was really interesting because for me, if I ever become a parent, one of the things I would strive to do is be the complete opposite of what my parents did yeah. if I didn't like how they parented me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's definitely interesting. I've... I've talked about this with people as well. You know, we all, it's easy to say, my parents raised me this way. I would never do that. But then what ends up happening, and I, my sister has four boys. And so, although I'm not a parent, I've had so many friends that bring this up. They do the exact same thing that traumatized them that their parents did. That's just crazy to me. And so, you know, I think it's something that should be talked about more. Um, I remember growing up, my parents would always tell me, you know, don't do this because I said so, rather than explaining, hey, don't do this because, you know, we love you. It's going to be better for you in this way. It was just more, I said so, I said so. And then I'm one of 13 siblings. So, you know, you do that with 13 siblings. And some of some of the time when you end up growing up, you go and do the opposite. Exactly. Because you think, well, it can't be so bad. They told me no. And it kind of, it led to dysfunction in a way. Um, but it's definitely a topic that is hush hush, but it's a prevalent issue. And it's kind of the cycle of trauma and dysfunction in the family goes over and over again because nothing changes. No, no one breaks the cycle. Um, what else did you guys talk about in relation to like, cause I know you had mentioned that you didn't, you don't want to have kids. Um, so yes. So this phase in my life, I feel like I don't, probably want to have kids. I'm not mm-hmm. really a kid person. Don't really like click kids. Um, I did when I was younger, but now that I'm like in my twenties, I haven't really cared mm-hmm. to have kids that can easily change down the road. But right now, when I say this phase of my life, I feel like I don't want to have kids. Mm-hmm. And I, in men that I have dated before, I usually am very upfront about that, telling them, Hey, I probably don't want to have kids. And, um, they're usually okay with that. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things I've noticed is that when I tell people that they're like, that's, you know, they, they're in awe with that because they're like, women are supposed to have kids. Women are able to have kids. Doesn't mean that they're supposed to, or they have to have kids. And I feel like that's another, like a whole nother controversial thing, because I think a lot of, I don't think it's, it, I don't think it matters as much for our generation as it does with other generations. They feel like you're supposed to have kids as a woman. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I don't know about that. Well, <laughs> So I have, you know, there's eight girls in my family. So I've talked about it with a lot of different sisters and some of them want to have kids. Some of them have had kids. Some of them never want to have kids. And then some of them, you know, two years, they want to have kids. The next two years are like, no, I don't want to. And they switch back and forth. But the biggest kind of discussion we talk about is that the whole idea of being a mom and having kids is looked on in such a romantic way. And although it is beautiful, the difficulties are not highlighted. The so true. the cost, the time, uh, the finances, the all of those things. It just seems like it's be- it's 
they portray it as easy almost, but in actual reality, it's so much sacrifice yes. and time and dedication and giving of who you are as a person. Um, I heard this one kind of comparison. So when a flamenco that are pink, they give birth, they start to lose their coloration because they're, it's going to their offspring. Mm. And in the same way, when you have a kid, it's part of you. If you really want to raise them correctly in a healthy way, you're going to be giving part of who you are. And that's not really advertised. You know, people don't really know what they're getting themselves into. They just have a kid because that's what society tells you to do. Right. Um, for some people that are great parents and they go in with their eyes wide open, you know. And understand the commitments that it takes. Exactly. You know. Um, I know for myself to think to have to raise someone for 18 years. That's the minimum. You got to raise them for 18 years. I'm like, that's a lot. That's a lot. That's a large commitment. And mm -hmm. like the moms that I see out here that are doing that, I am impressed. I love it. Like mm -hmm. kudos to them. But yeah. for myself, I don't think I would be capable of doing that. Yeah. I think I'm very aware. I won't say I think. I know I'm very aware of my lifestyle, what I want out of life. And the ability to be able to take the, the, and just knowing the amount of commitment it takes to raise a child. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I'm capable of that. I don't know if I want that, to be yeah. honest. And I do know that women get a lot of shame for saying that or voicing that. But I think it's better to realize in yourself, this may not be something I can do. Instead of just having a kid and then not being able to care for them correctly, not Agreed. being able to give them the attention they need, the love they need. And so I think it's more a positive than a negative that Agreed. some people are realizing, guys and girls, that, me. hey, I, I can't handle that. That's not for me. Versus, you know? doing, versus having a kid because it's the norm yeah. instead of doing what actually works for you. Mm -hmm. My mom is honestly a perfect example. Um, she, there's, she had three kids mm -hmm. and what including one of them was me mm -hmm. and she just wasn't a very like she wasn't very motherly she practically my older siblings raised us I mm -hmm. really never saw my parents because they were working all the time and that's fine to some degree but I know how I am and I know that for myself I know how I'm going to be mm -hmm. that I know I'm not capable of being probably as motherly as, as a mother should be mm -hmm. that it's just probably not uh, it's having children probably just wouldn't work for me. Yeah. And again, it happens all the time that, you know, five years, 10 years down the road, you may change your mind, but then also you may not change your mind and that's okay. Right. Um, you know, for myself, I do want to have a family, but not yet. The main reason is the finances. Now it is not cheap. <laughs> well, so I, I think... it's not cheap being an auntie either. Cause I'm auntie. <laughs> yeah. You know, but I think a few years ago, they said the average, you know, from zero to 18 is going to cost you a minimum of $250,000. So I'm sure that's more now that mm. prices have gone up. But, that's true. So it is a financial commitment too, because you want to, you're bringing this innocent creation into and giving them life. Don't you want to give them the best life, you know? Agreed. Or do you want to just provide the bare minimum? And um, it's that a is such a great perspective. It's a controversial topic for sure. And as people that have not had kids, you know, we definitely don't want to speak out of turn, but I'm very glad that women and men are thinking about it more strategically. Than and just, I think that's important versus just having a kid because it's 
the social norm yeah. and people are telling you, you need to, or you have to, when realistically you may not be able to, you may not be, have the time, you may not ha- be able to commit to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we do see a lot of people waiting a few years now to start a family and to be more set up financially for that, you know, having a solid home in place, being able to hire assistance, you know, whether it's through a nanny or through a cleaning service or whether it's through being able to pay for daycare, you know, the Dave Ramsey video that's going viral about how, you know, they were talking about the cost of daycare and he was kind of shocked and people were asking, you know, are you under a rock, living under a rock? Because that's what things cost. And so even medical Having that a day, is so true. You know, if yeah. you call a hospital and ask them for a quote on what it will cost, they won't give you a quote. It wouldn't surprise me because it's probably out the wazoo. So that's the other thing, too. You know, there's so many factors. Um, but more importantly, the focus on mental health. I'm so glad to see that the people are looking and saying, hey, look, I have not sorted this out of myself. I don't want to have a family mm-hmm. until I work on this. I have a friend who's also a client. She really wants to have a family, but she knows she's not ready yet that if she has a kid right now she's going to be just like her mom was with her and she doesn't want that so she's taking a season to heal and work on herself so that when she's ready she won't traumatize the kid um you know i think it's important agreed and i think also in a sense some people are afraid of making the same mistakes that their parent has But I think the reality is too, as long as you're trying to do something different for your next generation that you're going to have, Mm -hmm. you've tried and you're never going to be perfect at being a parent that your children are still going to be like, Oh, I'm going to do this differently. I didn't like that. My parents did this, Mm -hmm. but if that's the mindset that you have, why not try to change it and do it differently? Mm -hmm. I was listening to a podcast the other day and they said the top number one feedback that they've been getting about how millennials are parenting differently is that they're apologizing when they're wrong. Hmm. So nobody's perfect, right? Everyone makes mistakes. Hmm. You make mistakes when it comes to business, parenting, friendship. But I think there was a period of time where parents just, parents are always right. I actually never (laughs) remember my parents or my adopted parents really ever apologizing, Mm -hmm. apologizing. So that's actually really interesting. It could have been a generational thing or maybe society, how they were raised. Um, And I don't know, obviously, because that was before my time. But the biggest thing that's different is that when a parent loses their temper or is late or doesn't keep a promise, they go to the kid and they say, hey, look, I was wrong for this. I'm sorry. Because then that's building the familiarity more um, and trust instead of just because I said so. You know, also letting them know, you know, we make the parent makes mistakes as well. Yeah. Yeah. I just think it's a tough conversation, but it's good. And there needs some adjustment for sure, because when it comes to being a woman, you know, in this day and age, you typically need two incomes to run a family with kids and everything. But then the woman, if she's working, she's also expected to take care of the house and take care of the kids and do all of those duties that really came from a time that a woman was at home. Right. You know, when men were out fighting wars, when they were out hunting, you know, wild boar (laughs) so you could eat dinner. And even just bringing in the income. Yeah. Um, A different time, which is not where we're in today. And that's okay. But 
if you expect the woman to do all those things, it's not practical. Agreed. I mean, number one, the relationship won't survive, but also the woman's mental health. And that's why probably some women are afraid to have kids because they don't want to take all that on. Mm -hmm. um, and so the partner... I think it's important. Yeah. I think it's important to have that discussion with your partner before Definitely. to discuss what his expectations are, but also what your expectations are in the relationship. And also mm -hmm. when you have kids, I know for myself, when I'm dating at a very early age, like I'll tell the people, I'll tell the person that I'm dating, I probably don't want to have kids. I could be open to it with the right person, but also I, I have to have a nanny. I, mm -hmm. I cannot I'm, have no intentions of having a kid if I don't have a nanny. Mm -hmm. And I know people are so, I know some people view that and have the complete opposite opinion. Like I know you told me before that you find it pointless that you, I wouldn't say pointless, but you wouldn't really have a nanny because you want to be more hands-on. But for myself, mm -hmm. I want to be hands-on, but I also like have to have a nanny. <laughs> like, yeah. That's, that's a non-negotiable I mean, for me and, and if I choose to have kids. Yeah. And the thing is too, like having a nanny for help, um, because you choose to is a great option, but then having to have a nanny because you have to go do your job in order to pay the bills, that pressure I think is less ideal. Oh, great. And that's kind of not, that's not what I would want one for. I need, I would want one for help. Yeah. To where it's like, Hey, we can have a date night. We can take a trip. You know, I can go to the office if I want to the, mm -hmm. But then again, that takes time and resources okay. to build that situation. Um, I always hear different clients and friends and my sisters talk about how men will ask, what do you bring to the table, right? And women are like, well, I'm working and I'm also, you're expecting me to do this, 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 and this. And it's just, I think there needs to be a shift in the mindset, both for men Agreed. and women um, and anyone who's in a relationship that it's more about a partnership. And uh, Which is why I hate that question, what do you bring to the table? Because mm -hmm. it, it should be about a partnership. I think when a man's asking what do you what do you bring to the table, it's because they're thinking they're bringing everything already. Like mm -hmm. what what are you going to offer me? But realistically, it is a partnership. <laughs> I saw this clip on TikTok. I think it was yesterday where this woman was responding to a video that was posted. It was a gentleman from the UK who was sitting in his room. <laughs> talking about how I'm not going to give away my resources to a woman. I'm not going to pay for her bills. I'm not going to let her come into my house and drink the water out of my fridge. All Extensive. the while in his background, there's a bed without any sheets on it. It's just like a mattress. <laughs> and then there's a random like roll of toilet paper. So she was responding like, where, what resources are they taking from you? <laughs> right. You don't have very many. If you don't got sheets on your bed. <laughs> and not to say that he isn't, you know, a resourceful person. I'm sure he is, but it's just the it idea of help like, to have that in the background no, no. of that video. <laughs> if you had a woman in your life, they may have said, Hey, you probably wouldn't let's change the set, you yeah. know, behind yeah. you. Uh, but again, a mindset shift that if you're able to provide for somebody to where they can just stay at home full time, whether they have kids or not, that's great. Like that's between you and your partner. But most families just can't do that. Yeah. Both Especially in today's day and age, like you said before, like both people, both parents are having to work. Mm -hmm. So I really don't believe that that responsibility of raising the child and maintaining the household should only fall on women, on, on the woman. Am I saying that right? Mm -hmm. In the relationship. Yeah. It's a partnership. Both people should have to do that. And that's why I say, like, I, in my mind, I really don't want kids, but I would be open to having it with the right person mm -hmm. that I know that we share the same values in the mind and mindsets when it comes to that as well. Mm -hmm. Because I don't want to be stuck at home when I know one of my biggest priorities is my career. Mm -hmm. And I think that is the key factor that maybe, I don't know if society or men don't realize, I think more women would be open to having children 
or having a family if they knew that they would be supported. And had and, a partnership. Exactly. Yeah. They, I can't speak for everyone, obviously, but I think a lo- most people are reasonable. They're not, you know, they don't want you to be a millionaire. They don't need you to, you know, do all this. They just want to be met halfway. Yes. Oh my gosh. You yes. know, just, hey, we're in this together. We're going down the same path. We're helping each other. Um, and you pick up the slack when I can't. Yes. Yeah. I heard somebody talk about how they always like meet at the end of the day and they tell each other what their percentage is at. So, I saw that same TikTok. I love that. Like, love hey, that. today was horrible. I have 5% left today. Or, hey, you know, today was a great day. You know, I'm 80%. And then you pick up the other. Exactly. And I think that's a beautiful idea. It's not about money. It's not about who does what. It's about, hey, we're helping each other. I'm here when you can't be, you know, I see when you're down. I can pick you up. And that's where more people, I think, would be open to having a family, you know, but it's it's a topic. And I'm sure people will be upset that we're talking about this since we don't have kids. But <laughs> but I think it's I think it's good to hear a perspective from someone who doesn't have, have kids in our generation, because supposedly mm-hmm. our generation is actually not having enough kids right mm-hmm. now. Yeah. And I guess, you know, for those who do want kids and have kids then it's our responsibility to train the next generation accordingly too, to give them that perspective, to communicate, to be vulnerable, to be honest, um, makes the biggest difference, you know? Um, but yeah. And your sister has kids, right? Yeah. I have two nieces. So she's coming from the perspective of being a mom, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I'm sure the discussions are happening, whether you're a mom or not. Agreed. Agreed. And um, it's funny because I, when she first had my nieces, I wasn't very hands. I'm, I w- wasn't very hands on. I'm more of like the aunt that like I get the toys, I get the gifts, I get like whatever they need, whatever and they you want. Hand them back. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, because I'm, I, I know I'm very much aware that I'm not very motherly. And um, but over the, I've been around them a lot more in this last this past year than I've ever been, and I've become more familiar mm-hmm. <laughs> with being more hands-on. Yeah. Um, now I like, now I really like my, my nieces and it sounds terrible to say that, but, but realistically, like I wasn't around very much. Like mm-hmm. I was just, you know, yeah, very hands-off, but now I'm kind of getting more closer to them, learning how children work, learning how they think. Mm-hmm. And now I love, now I love being around them. Yeah. So it's, you know, I'm hopeful that society will adjust and hopefully we can, whether you have kids or not, whether my sister has kids or not, regardless, I just hope people can get on the same page and realize, hey, sometimes life is hard and yeah. expensive and we can make this work, but it really takes two. Yeah. But also it's okay to not want to have kids. It's yeah. okay if it doesn't, if it's not in your cards, if it doesn't work yeah. for you, it's okay. Don't let anyone pressure you yeah. into making you feel like you have to just because you're a woman. Mm-hmm. And it, I really truly think it's admirable. For somebody to realize, hey, this is not for me, whether it's for their own career or for their mental health or whatever the case may be, that is a healthy decision. Yep. And that is, I mean, imagine if you brought a kid into the world and you're not prepared, mm-hmm. you know, so. And I, I have can... so much admiration and so much love for the moms and the women who can do it yeah. to raise a child, like just seeing my, just seeing what it takes out of my sister as a child, you don't realize what it takes but like seeing what mm-hmm. it takes out of my sister, it's, it's amazing. So I like, again, have so much adoration for people who ha- have been 
I have been a mom, but our moms or yeah. have older kids or, you know, just any of that. Like it's, it's a lot. It's mm-hmm. a large commitment. I was talking about this with my sister. She's got four boys. Um, and there was this one quote or she read it in a book where it said, you know, remember when you were a kid and you felt certain magic moments or the magic of Christmas? Well, when you're an adult and you're a mom, you realize really those moments were mm-hmm. where your mother or grandmother, or great grandmother mm-hmm. was working behind the scenes to create that magic for you. That's so true. So, and I really got to see it too this past Christmas with my, with my sister. So it's, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. But who knows what the future holds? I know. Right. <laughs> I'm just glad people are talking about it. Agreed. The, the agreed. more information, the more conversations, the better. Agreed. I think that brings us to the end of this episode. Thank you for joining us again on the Unraveled podcast. You can listen to us wherever you listen to podcasts. We put a new one out every Wednesday. You can also connect with us on social media. We put out shorts so you can get a sneak peek of the coming episode. Thanks for watching.